Metaphysics Rantcast with Metaphysician 7. Uh, I think a few episodes ago, I had, I had an episode entitled Something to the Effect of People's Stories, I think it was. Uh, or Hearing Other People's Stories or some shit. Anyway, <laughs> I was, um, I go to Centertown. I'm in the independent grocer in Centertown. I go into I know this is the details aren't necessarily interesting of what I was buying it was my little like <laughs> uh, pizza bun obsession and then I got some apps or other shit anyway I go when I go to the self checkout and there's this one dude there who's like once or twice I've so basically he's at the self checkout he's like the dude manning the self checkout station and I've been counting him once or twice I notice he's very like He'll roll up on you, basically. And he'll kind of roll up on you and then immediately start talking or, like, have something to say. Not necessarily in a beefy kind of a way or, like, an instigatory kind of a way. I just notice he's very, like, all up on you. And, you know, the reason... (laughs) I know this is going to sound antisocial, but I know many people... It's not not just me. It's like there's... You know, it's funny because... When you go to this, you go to Walmart where they have the self checkout, or you go to Loblaws. People will inconvenience themselves with the line of the self checkout. Well, it's also partially tied to debit, right? I think if you have debit, it makes more sense to go to the self checkout because I think I can't remember. Some of them they don't allow you to take cash. I know the Walmart near me. I don't know whether it's certain times of the day, but three or four times they've been like, "Yeah, we only take cash." So I don't know whether they're trying to force. The distinction between uh, real checkout people and machines, man versus machine, and then having one cash and having one debit. Anyway, I go to the. I notice that like the, the, the self checkout line, people will often gravitate towards that. I go there specifically because I always have. Well, it's not the main reason having debit, but I also do it just to not really have to deal with like an uppity teller who's pissed off at their teller. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Is it teller? Is that the term? Teller? Maybe not. Cash. Cashier. That's what it is. Cashier. So the cash. Some like sometimes you know the cashiers can be, especially like the younger ones, they can be snappy or whatever. And you're kind of like fuck out of here. Anyway, I use it. <laughs> I use it. That's a long-winded way of saying I go to the self checkout. Specifically, just to pay for my shit and get out. But the, the sometimes the people manning the self-checkout section can be also like all over you. At least that's the way I perceive it. Now, there's this one dude at the one down t- in the center town, and I'm there yesterday. He rolls up, he basically rolls up on me and is like all like talkative and so on. I'm like, okay. And like, like, like one foot away, he's almost like in my face. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I, then he starts to talk about about um, soccer or football. Soccer, but what it's really called is football. <laughs> we're gonna make that we're gonna make that clear. So, um, so we started talking about football. I don't really watch football, but I, I engaged him a bit. And then I started talking. Then I started to have fun with it. I'm like, okay. Started to talk to him a bit more. I noticed he's kind of like you know in a good mood. You talk to him. Turns out he's East African. He's from K- 
Kenny and he had some story. Like, how long you been here? He's like, oh, a year and a half. I think he said, he said 18 months. But he didn't say a year and a half. He said, he said, he said like one year, eight. The way he said it was like, you could tell it was like the terminology or whatever, or how you say it was something new. I'm like, oh, okay, are you in need? I forgot how the conversation went, but it was basically the point was, I asked him a series of questions when we, from which I discovered he's in ESL. He wanted to do, well, he's, he wants to do computer science. He just got to Canada 18 months ago. And he's, you know, yeah, basically, basically just new to the country. But what I'm getting at is, I'm like, oh, so you basically roll up on people here. You're forcing yourself to engage with people. You're forcing yourself to speak to people. You're forcing yourself to at least have a conversation in English. Then it turns out he was, he's take, so I asked him, you taking ESL. He's taking ESL where I used to teach. Well, I wasn't really a teacher there. I was a, <laughs> I was, I was a class aide. I didn't want to kind of, I told him, I, I told him I taught there, but I didn't want to get into the distinctions of what a class aide is, class aide is versus, you know, an actual teacher. So I just said I taught there, which, because sometimes I see some of the kids from, not the kids, they're not kids. Some of them are older than me, but the students from the school where I was a class aide, um, sometimes I see them and they, they, they call me, they refer to me as teacher. That's like the name that they have for me. Teacher, teacher. I'm like, yeah, I guess I guess I was a teacher. Anyway. Um, so that was the point. It's like, you know, especially because when I get to the self-checkout, I'm often in my own mind or own train of thought. And it's like I'm just trying to pay and leave. I'm I'm at the self-checkout for minimal engagement. The interaction there is at the self-checkout is more of an HCI <laughs> get that <laughs> human computer interaction but there's the actual human interaction in which and rather than get pissed off and rather than be like get the fuck away from me which you're not going to do obviously um, but you engage with people and you find out their story and you're like oh it's kind of like the Tim Hortons dude who like basically rolled up on me not rolled up yeah he, yeah, he did kind of roll up on me <laughs> I'm sitting there and he just rolls up and I'm like yo he's like he's like got a minute I'm like sure and you, you guys can hear that episode like I, I you know he agreed to tell us some of his story he didn't want to tell all of it on, on, on quote unquote mic which is phone on phone but anyway that, <laughs> that's the that's the message there is the um not everybody who like when you perceive something as it's a minor irritation many people aren't i don't know how to say i don't maybe people aren't going out of their way necessarily to irritate you you know what i mean it's easy to get in that zone and that train of thought where you're like in your own kind of bubble slash force field and then like the first person you interact with snappy or whatever or you you think they said something you know what I mean like that person it's like yesterday I was walking and um some I don't know because I've had instances where people are literally yelling yelling nigger at me from their car so I'm often mindful of the fact that you know sometimes that might be the thing 
But somebody said something like that the other day. It was yesterday, actually. It was right after this. It was right after this this uh, independent grocery scenario. And I'm kind of like, that person, did they actually say that? Because you don't know. Because you become sensitive to to some of these issues. In fact, this is funny. Um, <laughs> this is kind of funny. So before the self-checkout, due to the self-checkout incident at the independent, I walk in. And I walk to the bakery section or whatever, where they have the pizza buns. So, as I'm walking by, there's this one dude and his wife. And, like, they weren't saying anything to each other. As I walk by, suddenly I hear watermelon. <laughs> and then I look back. And then he's literally walking over to the watermelon section where I guess watermelon's now, like, they're on sale or whatever and I was like oh I just I just I literally I almost laughed but I just kind of smiled and kept walking I'm like wow <laughs> this is this is the I'm telling you you keep internalizing all this shit about racism I mean you, you, it's happening and it's been happening to me but this is the thing you start to get in a zone where you almost want to re- you want to pitchfork things you almost want to react to things and you know, you're like, so when I saw that, I'm like, okay, there was no, the watermelon comment had nothing to do with me. It had to do with, the, surprise, surprise, the actual watermelon in the, in the, in the, in the fruit section. Anyway, <laughs> and then after that, I thought, I, I thought I heard somebody yelling something from their car, but they, they weren't really, because I don't know, yeah, that one doesn't even matter. But anyway, so there's that. And this is the thing with the, similar to the whole concept of allowing too much of this stuff online to influence how you think um I spoke about that in the conversation the mental health conversation with the young person the young lady there we talk about this in other episodes it's like how much of this info do you want to get to your mind um because it's the idea of it's not just like a. It's like when I was. I had this. Did I talk about this on the show? It doesn't matter. If this is your first time listening to this, I have to, I've been thinking about this lately. Like I often say, did I talk about this already? And then I say, like, what if somebody stumbles into this show and they've never heard it before? It doesn't matter whether I said it or not. So I had this series of videos back in what I was in February where I was like, I was spending less time in my place. And I'm like, and, when, and I come home and then one day I'm like, the amount of clutter I have around here I gotta deal with this so maybe I'll put a video so one way of doing it was to make it a project where I come up with a series of videos I think I came up in the end like three videos that was just like me taking out the garbage me (laughs) me cleaning up different parts of the apartment or whatever not the I didn't even I didn't I don't like things like the my room or whatever i didn't really want to like videotape that but enough that you know there was a bit of a decluttering kind of a theme there but then it's not just the physical declutter it's the mental part of it too right and the mental part of it involves monitoring how you engage with these these sites these networks and i always then i always talk about it but i'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep talking about it <laughs> i'm just gonna keep going on and on about it because it's important and so you know the decluttering of the mind is another thing that is tied to 
you know, you start to, you know, spend so much time online. And like I've been saying, I've I found a sweet spot in, in recent weeks or whatever, months even. It, like it almost comes off as like a one-way interaction with it, but then you have to, you know, you have to keep it like that for at times, you know. So that was the one theme there. Yes, and then the other theme of um, because tied to the decluttering. The mental declutter. If your mind is cluttered, what's the next logical step? Is you start getting distracted. And another, an easier way to think about it is, you know, how much, how, 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 how much can you read without like your mind wandering or something? Or does your mind wander all the time? You know what I mean? Um, some people, their their minds are more naturally, they have a natural like propensity to have a wandering mind or whatever, but you know focusing and being able to ignore various I mean you know various external things when you're when you're knee deep in 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 work or knee deep in creativity you got to keep it you got to keep it focused and if you're thinking about it's like getting hit up by you know I had this one rant or series of rants about you know former fiendish friends and suddenly being contacted by them meanwhile you are in a zone of all the other facets of your life are on a forward path however you could use a few more like of those good old like weekend hangouts where you go and you you know it's often tied to booze right like I mean See, this is the thing. It's like, I found myself thinking recently about the, oh, it's like romantic, it's the romanticization of things. Like, oh, romanticizing, not, not you know, romanticizing the social element of the, the drinking, romanticizing the social element of going to a restaurant or a club, the romanticizing of the social element of going to a barbecue. As I, before I said that I was thinking of main source live at the BBQ but anyway it's like you're romanticizing of these social things and then you realize you know you don't really miss the, the drinking you miss the social part of it the thing is do you want to be and then I you know this, there's this experience on Canada Day where you know Canada Day for the Americans the July 4th it's the same idea it's like you get extremely blackout and you have a good candidate but surprise surprise the world doesn't revolve around being blackout right so, so you got to figure out the the ways of do of you know you form a new network and this is this is the thing with like completely deconstructing the network of whether it's you know triple f the former Finnish friends or whatever and you're removing yourself from that and it's like it's like the last Canada Day. It's like I went. I think I've said. Well, I've spoken about this. But I'm speaking right again. Last Canada Day, going to a gathering where you were. I was literally the only sober person, and I actually wrote out the entire. It was like an eight-hour, nine-hour ordeal. By the end of it, every like I think there was one other person there who was more just like a pothead. 
and me and that person were talking about like Bay Area rap and shit like that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway it was like, turns out they were like they they at one point they were doing like like I guess it was like PR for for people like like Yuck Mouth and and, and who was it Sibo and people like that. I'm like really, and it wasn't a lie either. Like you could tell like yeah, this person's telling the truth. Anyway. <laughs> So you hear these stories when you go to these social things, but you know, I had to really question. It's like, is this wor- like this is a balancing act? This is a juggling act. Well, yeah, it's somewhat juggling. It's like, how, how am I really gonna sit here and? It's only a matter of time, right? It's like when you're in Rome, you know, you can try and not be a Roman for however long, but then you're gonna have to eventually. Well. I guess you don't have to do anything, really. But I guess it's more of a... You don't want to be putting yourself in these scenarios, these compromising scenarios, that early on in your own um, rebuilding and restructuring of your own mentality and your own sobriety, blah, blah, blah. Three years down the line, maybe. You know? In any case... (laughs) In any case, I can tell now that I have nothing more to say, so we'll have more to say. I just don't want to. It's a different, totally different um, topic than what I'm talking about now. So I'm going to kill this right now and then pick it up later on. Yeah, so as soon as I put the mic down, I actually opened the notes app where I have notes about what I should be talking about right now. One of them is. I was meant. I was talking. I posed that question about um, women and switchblades for protection, and I'm not ignorant. Like I, I've actually known this for months now. The whole women um, doing firearms training down in the in the U.S. getting carrying permits in order to protect themselves. Um, that is that is a reality. I'm just what I was specifically talking about, like up here in Canada, switchblades being a trend or whatever. So that's that. I just wanted to make that a kind of a clear disclaimer. And I also was talking about someone dating somebody who was like, "Oh, I don't travel alone or whatever." And I'm like, eh. and I'm aware, you know, I'm aware of these things. This is the thing too. It's like you get caught up in your in your man zone. You don't really think outside of your own reality. It's like, yes. Traveling alone as a woman is dangerous. Like, you know what I mean? Like, of course it's dangerous, and of course you're you'd be nervous about that. However, there are women out there that are traveling alone perfectly fine. So, anyway, I don't have any other notes. Oh, I found there was some quote. I saw some quote. I went on IG yesterday and I noticed, because you know, I always talk about these quotes that I see. I saw one and I was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to drop this quote. <laughs> I'm going to drop this quote in the middle of um, the episode here. The quote is, don't let someone dim your light simply because it's shining in their eyes. So this is tied to the, this is vaguely tied to the whole, you know, former past associates and um, former past former associates and how you deal with them in a time of you know your own progress 
and it's not like any of those people particularly bringing me down i'm just saying that it could very easily go to that if you start engaging people who you know are maybe not forward thinking and i don't mean forward thinking in some kind of like you know um genius innovative we're gonna do, you know build up the next groundbreaking i you know good idea just in as far as like okay so three years after not seeing somebody what are they doing smoking weed and playing video games <laughs> that kind of a thing you know what i'm saying <laughs> so that's what i mean um i didn't you know and then you have to it's like seeing someone having an interaction with someone with with, a, with another former associate for what was it how long did that happen 10 minutes 15 minutes and there was a, a year and a, I mean, what was it a year ago around a year ago this time there was another one like that where like i was i was walking down the street i got to a traffic light and i look at the person who's at the stop sign it turns out to be some another former associate this person was less of a of a friend or more of a real associate like associate associate of a friend associate of an associate anyway and then like so it's like you see them and then so the light had just turned red so it was like i walk over to the car we talk so it's like how do you summarize your whole life after a year and a half two years of not seeing somebody in the amount of time it takes for a red light to turn green as a traffic light you know what i mean so then like i was saying like it's the 10 minute interaction like how do you summarize everything you don't and you don't need to you just keep it moving you and then people project the best parts of their lives you sort of do that with yours um or not and then you keep moving like, you know what i mean it sounds like i'm overthinking this like I, first of all this is a, a series of rants so i i have to rant it out in order to to process this to myself and um You know, I've started re-listening to these episodes. And that's how you come to other conclusions. Similar to like when I'm like, okay, I understand that traveling alone as a woman is dangerous. So you can't really be like, oh, how can you never travel? Because it's dangerous, right? You know what I mean? Um, for the most part, anyway. I still think we're in a, in, in a safer time. I mean, if violent crime is going down and so on. Those are, that's big data we're talking about. Uh, let's see what else is going on here notes notes okay that's the end <laughs> have a good weekend people or the beginning of the week because this will most likely get published on like a monday or tuesday peace